0: Hello everybody, my name is Ben Schluter, and welcome to this, yet another episode of the LSU Basketball Ball Cap, because again, I still can't come up with a better name, and yes, this is the name we're going with, I, again, I'm taking suggestions, I'm open to suggestions, there's gotta be better than this, but yeah, let's talk about this game, so, LSU, last night, they played Liberty, and they beat them, 74-58, to in a game that was much closer than that scoreboard and that final score will tell you. Now, going into this game, Liberty was not to be taken lightly. (laughs) heh, get it? Because they're the Flames? I didn't even realize that when I made the pun uh, or the statement. So, off of that, Liberty is a very good team. Liberty has been a very good team for a few years now. They have been the class of the A-Sun, Uh, For I want to say it's been like the past four or five years. Um, I know it's been at least the past like three years where Liberty's been the like undisputed best team in the conference. Um, You look at what they did last year. um, They made the NCAA tournament uh, and they lost in the first round. But that loss was good. Like they played Oklahoma State. All right. So already hard enough to win. Cade Cunningham was 3 of 15 in that game. They lost by 9 in a game that wasn't as close as... as uh, wasn't as bad as the scoreboard would indicate. Like, it may have been a 9-point loss, but they played a damn good game of basketball. It's... Again, when you're shutting down the number one overall draft pick, you might be a good team. Now, coming into this game, um... didn't know much about them this year. They had lost a few guys. Um... They graduated. Um, and the only game they would played this year was against an NCCAA school, Bethesda. They beat them by 61 points, 85-24. to 24. So we really didn't know anything about them. Just at all. So this was the first true test for both uh, Liberty and really for LSU, I would say. Uh, Will Wade come into the game, he said that he would regretted scheduling them. He thought maybe they were too good. And I was like, "Yeah, no, you you might you're not wrong there. They're a good team, and they showed it throughout much of this game that they had come to play, and that they were good. And they had a point where they were up by eight points on LSU. Um, I don't exactly remember what that score was." they had a very good lead on us and they had all of the momentum they were hitting they had hit a couple threes in a row um lsu was turning the ball over in really stupid ways the offense couldn't buy a basket um they just had everything and then the f- switch flipped at one point and everything completely turned and Liberty just fell out of sorts um that's a thing that's happened twice now again you have the Texas State game where Texas State they seem to have a lead they seem to have everything going right for them and then boom switch flips and the game's completely a romp. this one was different though because one that switch happened later Two, it took us a little bit longer to find it. And three, we never got that that huge lead uh, that we had against Texas State. Against Texas State, we're beating them by like 25. We're absolutely kicking their faces in. With Liberty, even though we eventually got to a double-digit lead, I never felt that comfortable with it. Because it felt like they could shoot better than they actually could. That's what's weird. That's another weird thing. Um, in the first half... It felt like Liberty was shooting really well from beyond the three-point arc. They were actually shooting pretty terribly from beyond the arc. They hit three three three-pointers on 14 shots. They were shooting 21% from beyond the arc. Granted, we were two of 12 shooting 17%, but still, they only shot three, and it felt like they had hit like three in a row. I guess maybe that was it. But it felt like they were doing better than they actually were. I don't know what the heck is wrong with me, but I'm not the only person Person I was with, already my friend who was there with me. It was like, wait, they've only hit three? That feels way too low. But that's just how it was. I don't know what it is, but that's what was happening. First of all, um, and I don't know where to go with this because there are so many angles you can look at. There's just so many different angles. Uh, we can really start by saying that this was one of the sloppiest games that uh, LSU's played in. Like, turnovers abound throughout. Uh, you look at the final statistics and, geez, um, Uh you have Liberty with 21 turnovers, LSU with 14 in the first half. It was pretty bad because Liberty had 10 turnovers in the first half. LSU, 7. And then in the second half, it wasn't really much different. 11-7. to seven. Um, That was sloppy. There was a point, I believe it was in the second half, where it was just the teams were trading turnovers, and it was like a one-minute stretch where it just looked sloppy as all hell. Where it was just, we couldn't hold on to the ball, then we got a steal, lost the ball again back and forth looked really stupid and it got to a point where um, there were also some questionable calls by the referees like there was an offensive foul called on us where there's no way you call that an offensive foul Um, and I'm trying to even describe how it was because there was another one that was even more egregious they called an offensive foul for a charge the Liberty player was moving before he fell down. He had not established his position. That's a blocking foul. On Liberty, not a charge. It's textbook. But whatever. Um, That's at least what I saw in the replay. It was bad. Um, We shook that off, though. That was all fine. Uh, Rebounding. Rebounding, rebounding, rebounding. We got outboarded in the first half to a pretty uh, bad degree. We got out-rebounded 25-17 to in the first half. This is a team that last year was 284th out of 340 teams, 340-something teams in uh, rebounds total. And you're getting out-rebounded by eight. And one of the guys who's doing that is, and I need to make sure I get this right, is Darius McGee who had a total of five rebounds okay had five rebounds um he's five foot nine he had five rebounds and he's five foot nine Wh- what are you doing he and m- he led the first half uh, in rebounds he had more rebounds than any other players what I should say there and he's five foot nine what the heck are you doing but in the second half what happened we did better we got 17 rebounds in the second half they only had 10 we lost the rebound battle by just one 35 to 34 and when you're getting out rebounded by eight in the first half that is huge um what else is huge in the first half we couldn't buy a three-pointer we were shooting two of 12, 17 percent in the second half we shot six of ten from beyond the arc We shot 60%. Granted, Liberty also started shooting well from beyond the arc. They were 5 of 12, 42%. Um, I don't know where that switch happened, but it just boom. Both teams finally figured out a rhythm of where to shoot from beyond the arc, um, how to get open. I think I got to talk about just Liberty in general because one thing that keeps going through my head is how good they are. And how quality this win was because Liberty showed some stuff out there that was exactly what I was expecting when Will Wade was talking them up. Uh, They knew ways to get inside on us, they knew ways to break through our defense. They, yes, I know they scored only 58 points but there were some really good offensive sets they were running where they were switching off of us got wide open and shot a three and buried it and it was really good again Darius McGee probably the best player I saw out there he's five foot nine and he was shooting downtown threes like nobody's business if I recall correctly yeah Darius McGee led Liberty in scoring with 22 points. Now, he was 2 of 11 from three-point land, but those two threes were absolute monsters. Where he puts it up over a guy who I think is like, it was like five or six inches taller than him, he just puts it up and he's hitting it. Even some of the ones he missed weren't far off. They were like those 50-50 shots where it's like, oh, that could have gone in. That should have gone in. It was just a tiny bit off. Maybe had to adjust because of the guy who's guarding him. The dude is a senior, and he was clearly quarterbacking that team. He was the guy who was the facilitator. And again, I can't get over the fact that he's 5'9", and his hops, by the way. That dude can jump. Darius McGee is a guy I'm going to have on my list of Guys I've seen and am now randomly going to be interested in for the rest of the season. Because that was just a very interesting thing. Also, one thing really important. What is with the fouling? I get we're a more physical team, but we got to cut it out with the stupid fouls, especially on the offensive side. We had multiple really stupid offensive fouls that killed uh, possessions. And it was like, you, you just got to stay off them. Like, I couldn't see a couple of them because the basket was in the way. But it's like, really? You're better than this. Cut it out with the fouls. Because what was the total number of fouls? I'm just making sure I get this. Well, if you look at the number of free throws, uh, there were a total of 21 free throws. Uh, Liberty shot 17, we shot 14. But late in the game, we were shooting a bunch of free throws because they were intentionally fouling us. Yeah. Overall, what is the impression I get from this game? And again, I'm sorry for my voice, it's a little bit raspy because I was yelling a lot last night. Oh yeah, I should mention about my voice, that was the most fun game I've been to in a while. Like, I had kind of forgotten what I really, really enjoyed about basketball, especially college basketball. That game reminded me of it, because it was intense, that atmosphere was electric. Uh, the student section was going wild uh, once, like, they actually found, basically, Liberty's athletic trainer started, or one of their trainers, I guess, started um, basically talking trash to the student section, which was a bad idea, because then everyone started yelling at him, and it got everything going crazy, uh that's one thing I gotta say. We were problematic in the first half. The crowd was problematic in the first half in the sense that it was not loud. There weren't that many people at the game, yes, but, like, come on. The crowd did not get involved throughout the entirety of the first half, it felt. It was quiet. When we were on defense, there was no energy. And I get it was low scoring, but that's nothing. That's meaningless. When it comes down to how you're supposed to do a basketball game, why the heck is it that we can't figure out that you've got to be loud the whole game? They literally give you these printouts, and they say, be loud the entire game. Do it. You have to start with the energy. The energy starts at the tip. Force Liberty to quiet you. And Liberty did that. When they got up 8, they did that. They quieted the crowd. That was a time when they did it. They were hitting, they hit like, I remember specifically, I don't remember who hit it, but there was this one three, and it just felt like the entire energy had been sucked out of it. The entire energy in the student section, had, and the entire building for that matter, had just been completely collapsed in. They took it. And then we got it back. We got turnovers, we got steals, blocks, we got our offense rolling. By the way, speaking of offense, here's the thing that annoys the crap out of me that I keep seeing us do. We've done this last year. In fact, it was a huge problem last year. I don't like it when we get the ball back, especially after a turnover, and then put up a three with 20 seconds when the shot clock... Let me just make this as simple as possible. If the shot clock has a two in the tens place, I don't want you putting up a three if you've just gotten a big turnover, especially when you're down. The main reason for this is that it's a quick possession that's usually wasted. When we were shooting under 20% from three, I didn't want us putting up three pointers. We finally found a rhythm and I got fine with it, but when you're shooting that poorly, start getting into rhythm with baskets. Get inside, draw contact. That's my opinion, at least. I get that may not be the philosophy that we're going for, that's fine. I won't, like, disagree with it, but I will say this. We had an—the worst thing I saw was when we, like, pretty sure we got this turnover, bringing up the court. We drive inside, kick it out for a three, and miss it. There were 24 seconds on the shot clock when we shot that three. There were 24 seconds on the shot clock. It was either 24 or 25. What was the point of that? We missed it. They got the rebound. I know that if you make it, you can get a ton of momentum there, but frankly, I don't like it as one of those, okay, if we do this, then this happens. Driving inside to get a dunk does the same thing. It does the same thing, and it's much higher percentage. Not only that, you can draw contact and get a foul, which is a productive thing. Fouls are productive. Get them. That's why I like to go inside and get that contact. Force them to play physical like you are. Because if we're going to be a physical team, you got to force them to play as physical as you are. Now, yes, you might draw a charge or two. They all have to be good at that. But they'll usually get you on the arm. You'll go up. <clears throat> you'll go up to the line to shoot. Excuse me on that little bit of an excuse me. Ahem. Yes. So overall, What do I take away from this about each team? This was a quality win for LSU. This is going to matter later. This win is one of those that the net is going to take into account. Because when you're looking at at at-large selection, or even if we somehow miraculously win the entire SEC tournament, um, it's going to factor into seeding. When you have these kinds of wins over good opponents, even if it's at home, because we weren't going to go on the road to play them. These are good wins to have, not just because of that. When we were down eight, or it was either seven or eight, um, we found who we were. We got to that um, state of, okay, let's not let this game get out of hand. Let's just get the game back to where we want to play it and take control of it. We did that. We did that. We took control of the game. And we were down. And that's something that's so integral and vital early in the season to figure out that you can do that. You're not playing a bad team, by the way. You're playing a damn good one. The fact that you could do that against Liberty says something. Because there are teams in the SEC who are about as good as Liberty. Alrighty, you're talking about the teams that are at the mid to low part of the conference. You need to beat them. You need to beat the Mississippi States. You need to beat the Georgias, who are pretty like Georgia's pretty terrible. You need to beat the Missouri's. You have to beat those teams. And these kinds of wins get you prepared for that. Not only that, we're probably not gonna be high enough seating to play a team like this, but just in case, you now have the experience of going up against what would be a 13 or a 12 in the ncaa tournament you have early experience against what the ncaa considers that because last year that's where liberty was seated they were a 13 seed. we're playing belmont on monday um that's not our next game but belmont who didn't make the tournament last year because they failed to win the ovc that went to moorhead state but belmont's a good team they tend to win the ovc um they won the ovc regular season title actually Uh, that's a team where if you could get to your highest of high potentials, you'd be playing them in the NCAA tournament in the first round. They're good quality opponents. Also, Liberty got a damn good defense. And you managed to break through it. That's good. You're figuring out how to get that three-point shot, but it's coming a bit too late in my opinion. It needs to start getting set up earlier. Also, Darius Days is a god when he's on fire. When Darius Days gets heated up, you can't stop him. Like, after his first game, the LSU uh, basketball Twitter called him Darius Trey's, and um, I'm now calling him that uh, whenever he starts shooting threes like he just did. Um, Yeah. 26 points. He can take over a game when it's needed. You can feed him the ball and he will just destroy. He will destroy. He's a physical presence inside and now he's worked on his outside game. Like, okay. Now we got ourselves a star. The one thing I really want to see us work on is the sloppiness and the boards, actually, because the boards, we were losing in the boards, Um, but the sloppiness. There were times where, like, Xavier Pinson, he would lose uh, his handle, which was really bad. You would see passes that were barely caught, I will say. The floor was weirdly slippery. I don't know why that was, but it was. They kept having to wipe it down. There was a point at which guys were slipping on the uh, baseline. Like, I think Darius Day slipped, and then, like, another guy... For LSU, slipped down behind him, like Murray. Uh, But yeah. So that's really all I got to say about that. Um, Hope you enjoyed this. Next game is on Thursday against McNeese. McNeese is not that good. So it won't be as quality an opponent. Uh, But you know, cupcakes are okay. Because you can't just be playing very difficult opponents you got to have some confidence builders in there as well. And that's what ming can do. So that's going to do it for this episode of the LSU Basketball Ball Cap. Hope you enjoyed this. Uh, Tonight, if things go according to plan, there will be a stream on Twitch uh, at... What time do I normally do it? Oh, yeah. 8 o'clock Central Time. Uh, What will I be talking about? I'll figure that out by the end of the day because... Frankly, I hadn't exactly. I've got like a couple ideas. And we'll see which one it is. Find that at twitch.tv slash one Twitch.tv slash tepiglovr1. Uh, find me on Twitter at capital B E N, capital S, capital L, capital A, capital S, P O R T S. But yes, once again, I've been Ben Schluter. This has been the basketball ball cap. And until next time, bye bye.